0: Welcome to the Miskatonic Playhouse and Act 4 of The Yellow Death. I'm T.A. Newman, your host. My team and I will be bringing to life adventures using the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game, which contains mature themes, cosmic horror, character death, and loss of sanity. Our mystery can be found in the Miskatonic repository, where people like you and me can write an adventure for others to play. We are proud to have this episode of the Miskatonic Playhouse sponsored by the Storytelling Collective, who provide an excellent course on adventure writing which many of the team have taken to help improve their writing skills. We'd also like to thank Sirenscape, whose tools have provided the background sounds that you hear. Last time, our investigators realized the visions they had experienced might be connected to a play being written by the patients. But is that a cause or a symptom? The team doubled down on their personal relationships and their investigations turned up letters that also described the visions. It seems their answers lie on the fourth ward. Now it's time to pull back the curtain and roll the dice. Keeper, the stage is yours. an obligation, a moral obligation to get into that ward and make sure these people are okay. Are you going to stand by here and let Maurice tell you that you can't go in there when the
1: Reverend has told you you need to be in there? What are you going to do, Carl? Pardon me, sir. I didn't realise. I'll grab an Astrid and I'll cold cock Eugene with it. I'll just...
0: (laughs) I will make sure that I step back about five paces so that I'm not a part of what that is. Great. Making sure that Chris has stepped back and that Sophia and Arthur have gone
1: to the nurse to ask for help. Graham, what did you take exactly to hit <laughs> Eugene? a glass ashtray, if the Great. one's available. Perfect. It's the 1920s. <laughs> yeah. There
2: must be a glass ashtray.
3: Of course, you know. Um, you want you want it to be a glass ashtray. There is a glass a glass ashtray. And as Horace is being dragged out, Margaret is crying and screaming, and he like, that's that's not possible. Not not Horace. Please leave him be. It must be a mistake. Some kind of mistake. Um, Kyle. I mean, you know, Kyle is a good man. None of you can actually say that of yourself. But Kyle, and Kyle decided to do the right thing. At least what he thought would be the right thing. Kyle, what do you have in your hand? What are you smashing on the head of this poor orderly who hasn't done anything wrong?
1: I picked up a sort of heavy glass ashtray. Um, mm-hmm. So, I'll be hitting him with that pretty hard, I hope.
3: Are you hitting one of the orderlies holding Horace? Or are you hitting Eugene here? Who is the target of your wrath?
1: I'm going for Eugene since he went over to the nursery station. I think he probably walked past, so I'll probably just, like...
3: Uh, he just turned your back to you. He was going towards Margaret to try to calm her down. He's back his turn. If you want
1: to hit him, you yes. can so i've got brawl of 75. oh if you want to hit him you don't have to roll anything oh okay he's turning his back
3: you're perfectly sane and healthy and you will hit him but you can roll damage you can roll 1d4 that's um 1d4
1: plus my bonus of 1d4 as well so of
3: course yes on i want to remind everybody here that kyle kyle is quite a big man kyle is quite impressive and therefore, that might hurt. Four damage. And what is your uh, bonus? Uh, I got
1: at the three and a uh, one.
3: So. Okay, great, perfect. So four damage. Eugene is stumbling, holding his own head, and some of the orderlies are quite stunned. They don't really know how to react. They were supposed to uh, take Horace uh, on go. What are you all doing, Sophia? You just saw Kyle smashing a hash tray on Eugene's head. What do you want uh, to do?
4: She's going to join in, and she's going to throw her <laughs> spittoon at. Uh, what? How, how many oddlies are there?
3: Uh, there's four. Uh, oh, that's more than I thought. Four of them, including <laughs> Eugene. Uh, Eugene being quite, you know, hurt already. Uh, but there's like three more on Margaret screaming. On okay, I'm gonna I'm going to just pick a random orderly, and I'm going to throw my spittoon at one. of them.
0: Great. Uh, what about Connor? Uh, Connor is with <clears throat> handkerchief up to mouth. Actually, going to just reach out and just put a hand on uh, his nephew's arm, just mm-hmm. just to kind of give him the look of don't. to hold him back. I guess.
2: Yeah, he was about to do something, so that's probably a good idea. <laughs>
0: just to, well, he's going to yeah, he's going to give him the look and put the hand on the arm, but then uh, with his other arm, he's actually just going to kind of like give Arthur a little bit of a push and a nod.
3: <laughs> see what Arthur does? He's kind of... What? Right, fantastic. So, Chris, your uncle that you respect, that you love, he's trying to hold you and, you know, try to prevent you from doing anything. What do you want to do?
2: So Chris's instinct here is to run around and basically start making a lot of noise and causing a distraction. But with Connor holding his shoulder, he's looking to Connor to see what he does next, and he hesitates. Right.
3: So I'm going to assume that you're not doing anything right now and you're just going to wait? That's right. Perfect. On Arthur, you're being slightly pushed. Sophia is holding a spittoon. She's about to throw it. What do you want to do?
5: Arthur just is like, damn it, I can't believe this is happening. He just gives uh, Connor the stink eye. Like, I know what you're trying to do, but whatever. And then looks at Sophia and he's like, You know, just just kind of like, here she goes again. Um, And then he's going to look around and see if anyone is about to approach Sophia threateningly, like if anyone has seen that she's about to throw something. So
3: uh, you have two Adelies holding Horace, one going towards Kyle, who just smashed something on Eugene's head. Eugene is out of the fight right now. He's just holding his uh, own head. He doesn't understand what just happened right now. So that's what's happening. We have one orderly going towards Kyle.
5: Okay, so Sophia is kind of like safe for now. Yes, yeah, safe for now. now.
3: I mean, you know, if she's if she's starting to throw things around, she might not be anymore. But right now, she is safe.
5: Um, in which case, I might try to stop Sophia. <laughs> sorry, that's
3: sorry, right, peace. coming. <laughs>
5: <laughs> great
3: um sophia I just want to know if arthur was to try to stop you would you stop hmm um maybe yeah Think prob- girl. Prob- think probably probably that sounds good to me so <laughs> what's gonna happen if you don't do anything right now if you don't change your plans kyle is gonna be restrained a few uh other orderlies are gonna come they're gonna, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna have to uh, restrain you, Kyle. I mean, you just smashed uh, someone's head in front of everybody. You're clearly psychotic.
5: Okay, You're gonna be wrong. sent
3: to the fourth world. Oh, and you know, <laughs> you they will need a lot of them. There's like five uh to restrain you, but they will achieve that at some point, unless, kana Honors using the opportunity to see
0: when something goes off like this, how mm-hmm. the how the hospital responds, how many people come running in. Um, so, you know, for a potential future moment, and he does turn to Chris and just mm-hmm. just very quietly whispers and just says, "We need to make sure, son, that when people get tied up, there are people to untie us. It is important that we are not all in Ward Four. You understand?"
2: Uh, yes, sir. And uh, on that point in time, I am going to try and slip away and hide. I'm not slipping yeah. back into my room. I'm trying. I've got two options. I'm either going to uh, try and slip into the orderly's room at the end of the corridor, mm-hmm. or I'm going to try and slip out of the corridor entirely and get into the rest of the uh, building and try and hide somewhere.
3: Yeah. Because of the fight, because of the screaming, because of uh, new people coming in and trying to restrain Kyle, you don't have to make a stealth roll yet. I'm uh, letting you free if you want to go outside. Uh, you can go. You can do so. Uh, i to go into, into the, the
2: orderly's room then. Yeah. Uh,
3: all good. Uh, in Eugene's room, of course, because he's uh, the the orderly in charge of the Fifth Ward. Kyle and Horace are being dragged away. Margaret is being consoled by some nurses who came on they are all trying to, you know, stop her to cry and be like, It's gonna be all right, Margaret. I mean, you know, if Horace is really fine, then you know, he'll be sent back to his room tomorrow morning. It's gonna be just fine. Stop crying, Margaret. It's gonna be alright. On Sophia, Arthur, Connor, I don't know if it is with guilt or with pleasure, but you see Kyle being sent away to the Fourth World.
1: I'll just stare at Connor and just say, You're welcome. I'll just, I'll give
0: him a nod, hopefully anyone that he sees. And and hopefully, yeah, yeah. Sophia's a bit distraught and she's saying,
4: He's not sick! He's not sick! Why are you
3: taking him away? Please miss, please miss. Please stop this ruckus and go back to your room. We know better. I mean, you know, he's just he just attacked one of the orderlies. He's clearly not well. So Dr. White is going to see him tonight. She
4: turns around a little bit frustrated at Arthur and says, I hope you've got a plan to get him back.
5: The lady's right. He hasn't done anything. Arthur is going to go forward, look at Sophia, give a big sigh, and just walk and try to grab the person's arm and say... You were trying to restrain Horace, and we have seen him behave uh, very normally. Uh, So I demand to see paperwork that you must have to to commit this crime, and I will double check it as well. Thank you.
3: As you're saying that, Arthur, one of the orderlies is coming out of Horace's room, with two bottles of gin in his Uh. hands. (laughs) That was in this gentleman's room and please be aware if you didn't know that drugs or any kind of you know alcohol or any kind of you know forbidden medication that's not going that's not going to happen horace was sick horace was doing pretty poorly and he was using alcohol which was clearly forbidden dr y decided that he was to be sent to the fourth ward if you don't want any troubles just go back to your rooms And because of this whole crowd thing, and everyone screaming after being like, Release this man, please! He hasn't done anything wrong! We don't notice Chris' disappearance at all. Chris, where do you want to go in those dark hallways? What are you up to?
2: So, I want to root around, really. Mm -hmm. Explore, see what's there, get a, a... documents, files, yes. um, pocket, anything valuable, and <laughs> generally just, you know, I'm a, I'm a burglar of the things that I feel like I know you how to do outside a case of room.
3: Um, I mean, because of your background, I'm not going to ask for a spot hidden role. I feel like, you know, this room is pretty tidy and you can look around pretty quickly. Eugene is still in the corridor. Some orderlies are trying to, you know, help him out and maybe put something on his head because, you know, he suffered quite a bit. So you have some time. What you do find? Just a few clothes, you know, normal stuff. You also find some... Yeah, some drafts. It seems to be letters that were never sent. I, They're all written to Margaret.
2: I pocket them.
3: Some of them uh, are pretty sweet. Some of them are extremely clumsy. It looks like someone trying to express feelings but he doesn't really know how. Apart from that, within this room you would find a lot of medication. It is, you know, the orderly's room after all, so you would find chloroform, you would find painkillers, you would find unlabeled serums. So there's like a lot of things. Are you looking for something specific within these uh, medication things?
2: If there's a wee bit of chloroform lying around.
3: Oh, um, yeah, there's a whole bottle.
2: Oh, yeah, that is that uh, is in my pocket.
3: Perfect. So that's Chris. Chris, do you want to get out now? Or yeah. Do you wa- yeah, great, perfect. Do you want to go back to your room while the whole thing is still a bit of a ruckus? Or do you want to explore the sanatorium?
2: At night? No, I think Chris, uh, with his discovery of his chloroform, is going to move back into his room, because Uncle Connor has been very clear that he isn't to cause too many issues at this point.
3: Perfect. I'm gonna go back to Kyle. Kyle, Horace has been sent to the Fourth World, and it is your time now. You scream, you protest, but the orderlies don't listen to you at all. There's four of them. They're dragging you down. They unlock the door of the fourth ward. You are being placed in some sort of antechamber. Uh, you are being restrained to a bed. The orderlies uh, tell you that, you know, Dr. White has a lot to do with Horace tonight, and he will take care of you tomorrow morning. As they are saying that, there's two things that you find weird. You can do either uh, an itali- uh, intelligence roll
1: or a listen roll. <clears throat> that be an intelligence roll, probably. Great. Is that a hard intelligence that. or just normal? No, it's a normal. OK. So that's a uh, 62 or 50, so that's a fail. So I'll just uh, say some. wow, God will look after me. That's all I need.
3: So are you telling me you want to push that roll? Yes. Be aware, before you do that, that if you were to fail again, the orderlies wouldn't be impressed. You would look like a psycho, and that will be told again to the Dr. White. He will know that you behaved quite weirdly bound in your bed. I don't think that's that's too too
1: much different, yeah, that's that's fine with me. Well then, here you go. Let's go. Uh, That's a 14. So that is a uh, hard success. Great. First thing, you hear Horace. That's the first thing you hear.
3: He's screaming uh, first, and then from uh, the sound of it, he must be gagged, you know, something like that. His uh, screams become muffled. There's some sort of pause. Horace has stopped screaming, and that's when you understand. It's extremely weird because the only sound so far was Horace. You don't hear any of the patients. No one else is screaming. No one else is doing any kind of sounds. As the orderlies left you alone in this antechamber, as they went back in front of the door of the fourth ward. So you would assume that right now in the fourth ward, there's you in this antechamber. Then Horace and Dr. White in the next room but you don't hear anyone else. And that doesn't really fit with everything you know about the fourth world. Yeah. That is strange. One by one, huh? Extremely strange.
1: Okay.
3: I'm... Because, you know, you succeeded that uh, first rule so well, I'm going to assume that you're listening. Please, try your listen rule. Okay.
1: 23.
5: 23.
1: Uh, over 20. I'm going to spend the three lock here. Because you do succeed, you hear a faint noise. It is
3: mechanical, you think? Mm-hmm. It is also uh, rhythmic. It goes in, out, in, out. Maybe like some kind of plumbing, maybe? You're not really sure. And that will be all so far. Ha! <sighs> You all go back to bed, I assume, and sleep? Well, of course, yeah, you sleep well. <laughs> it is a dreamless night, apart from the nightmares some of you already had. You wake up at six in the morning, when the orderlies are going into the corridor and asking you to wake up. Patients, patients needs to prepare themselves. Go out of your beds. It will be time soon for breakfast, and then... A walk outside. Please do wake up, do wake up. They're knocking on your doors. They're not opening the doors, of course. I mean, you know, you have the right to your own privacy, after all. Within a few minutes, you are expected to be ready on uh, to get out. Do any of you want to do something specific?
0: Honor. He's he's reasonably confident about the the false bottom in his bag. Uh, mm-hmm. He's kind of you know where his brandy is, but he actually takes out his gun and he puts it in the back of his trousers in a familiar holster there, which is really well hidden. Um, but he's gonna he's gonna keep that on him now, and he takes um, whatever another uh what is it it's a revolver 35 so he takes like another six rounds of ammunition so he's got yeah he's got his revolver loaded and another kind of six um he probably has a quick sip of brandy first thing in the morning just to wake up
3: let's make a power uh power roll here six against oh 56 over 50. so that's a failure i assume it is yeah Well, you're not only taking a sip here. Connor, it is way too good. You're not gonna take one sip. That would be a shame. No, 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 no. I mean, you know, a second one, a third one, a fourth one. When you're looking at that bottle, it's almost empty now. But you feel good. Are (coughs) you ready for that day? You're ready for the sanatorium. You have your drink. You have your gun. and nothing. <laughs> nothing can, can stop you at the moment. Not Sophia. Not any of those weird doctors and orderlies. No, no, no. Today is a Connor Day. Great. <laughs> right. Do any Chris of you, yeah, Chris,
2: is going to hide. Well, he's not going to hide. He's going to have the small bottle of chloroform in his pocket so he's he's probably got some kind of jacket on Mm -hmm. and he's got his hands in his. he walks around with his hands in his pockets quite a lot he's got his hands in his pockets and he's got holding on to the chloroform in there uh, and he's got the spittoon in the other pocket so he's just holding on to both Arthur's spittoon for those who don't remember
3: yeah I mean you have two spittoons now you have your own spittoons no I lost my spittoon oh yeah you lost yours yeah Yeah. and so uh, as you're getting out of your rooms a new orderly because eugene is nowhere to be seen right now yes arthur
5: i'd like to also have my gun please
3: yeah of course <laughs> no worries at all okay uh, and so um yeah
5: arthur might try to attempt to explain that his platoon was stolen and he'd like a new one at some point
3: well that is something <laughs> that is absolutely fantastic because the orderlies were about to ask we didn't one of the spittoons was missing yesterday night mr arthur i believe it was yours where is your spittoon
5: late last night i found out someone stole it maybe with all the ruckus that happened someone took the opportunity to take my spittoon and all my precious precious phlegm
3: yeah your precious phlegm yeah of course (laughs) great um so you're sure that it has been stolen
5: Yes, I've checked everywhere, very thoroughly. Twice, uh, three times even.
3: Mm-hmm. Please step aside, sir. Um, and as they're telling you that, one of the orderly is going to go into your room and going to search. My gun uh, is on me, sir. But your gun is on you, <laughs> they're looking pretty much everywhere, and your spittoon is nowhere to be found. They're grumbling, they're not really happy about it, but it looks like you're telling the truth. And therefore, they will give you a new spittoon. But you also see that they note your name in a small booklet. Well, Mr. Arthur, beware. Don't lose your spittoon again. Now mm. you can all head to breakfast. Have a good day. And you are being sent on your way. You are fit to our patients. Uh, therefore, you know, you have some kind of freedom here and you are expected to go down by yourself without any supervision. Is that where you head off?
2: Hey, um... Uncle Connor, uh... So... Last night, I, uh... During all of the ruckus when Kyle got, you know, took... I, um... I managed to go into the orderly's room, and I... I think I've got, uh... It says here... CH2Cl2 I think it's I think I think I've seen this before it's chloroform Wow
0: well, Chris good work son good work you uh you keep that to yourself boy you don't let anybody see that right
2: No no sir no no Are you all all right you're sort of you're looking Sorry uh did you sleep all right
3: Just Chris uh, you know your uncle you know he drank
0: Sir Late night, Chris, with everything that was going on, I just, uh, <clears throat> was up all night.
2: All right, um, Uncle, just, just, just stay behind me, all right? I'll, just stay with me, yeah. Sure, like...
0: I'm fine, Chris, I'm, I'm take his, fine. Take his, take his
2: arm and arm sort of like, jollying him along a little bit. It's all right, Uncle. And you know,
3: uh, to you, Chris, who is just next to him, on because you know him, he is obviously drunk. I drank, but if anyone was to go near Connor, and you know, look at him they would probably smell it too just a warning
2: all right priority one dump connor in a bath (laughs) there must be baths
3: are you all heading to the breakfast room
2: no me and connor are going looking for a bath
3: (laughs) (laughs) you do have individual bathrooms within your rooms if you want to and uh, if you were to go to the first world or the second world uh, you would find big bathrooms for the a whole uh, level.
2: Ah, oh, right. Maybe Chris tries, I know that means we'll be late for breakfast, but Chris tries to quickly guide Connor back in to his room and basically dunk him in the bath.
0: Chris, we've got breakfast. There's, there's uh, a- Yeah, nearly,
2: nearly, uh, Uncle. I just need to, you just need to, you just need to have a quick morning dip. More, we've, we've done this before many times, obviously. <sighs> just a quick, more, come on, Uncle, come on. You can do it. Right,
0: all right, all right, all right. Like Chris, Chris, Chris. You don't tell the others about this, okay? No, sir.
2: No, no, oh, sir. We just need to, just need to get, wipe off the smell. That's all. All you right. Know.
0: All right. All right. And yeah, Connor will kind of follow Chris's lead, throw himself in the in the bath, kind of wash himself down, toothpaste, try and get rid of the smell, whatever. Uh, if there's any coffee as well, gargling coffee. Anything he can do to kind of get rid of the, 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 the smell that he knows that, that Chris can recognize because they've done this a number of times.
3: Perfect. Uh, that's absolutely amazing. You'll be slightly late. Uh, Sophia, Arthur, you are alone at the breakfast table right now.
5: So, uh, how did you sleep, Sophia? Uh, did, you, did you rest well?
4: Not too well after that frightful night. I, t- I can't help but worry about Mr. Cormick, and what they're doing to him down on that ward.
5: Well, uh, we have to focus on uh, keeping you safe, and uh, when you're safely, um, when you're safe, uh, then we can, we can, we can save Kyle. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that the w- we will find a way. Just don't, don't worry yourself without Sophia. You need to stay, stay healthy, um, and stay out of trouble. And we'll we'll work. Everything 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 will be okay. I, ha- I have my spittoon back, and everything will be okay. <laughs> Do you hear me, Sophia? Everything will be okay.
4: Your starters sound just like these orderlies around here. Everyone's concerned about mass safety. Now, I wish you'd stop worrying. start worrying poor, about poor Mr. Cormac. He's the one that needs our help. Where did Mr. MacDolan go? Where did Connor go?
5: I I, I don't I don't know.
3: As you uh, say those words, you can see Connor and uh, Chris uh, coming here and uh, joining you at the table.
0: Morning, morning, morning all.
4: Morning. Connor, morning. Uh, I hope you're feeling
0: better than yesterday. Have you recovered uh-huh. some? Mm, yeah, it's uh, late night. Bit of, a, bit of a headache this morning, but uh, apart from that, ready to uh, face the day.
5: Headache, huh?
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's all uh, all the rockers. I think last night. Isn't that right, Christopher? Yes, sir. Is there Indeed. such a thing as a
3: smell roll? <laughs> to see if I can <laughs> smell the alcohol. Spot
5: uh, hidden I is mean, actually you know... for all senses ah. besides uh, He just, he just went to
3: the bathroom. He just got bathed by Chris. Mm. Uh, he doesn't smell anything.
5: Okay. <laughs> but he's behaving very telling, <laughs> very telling. I way. have
0: <laughs> a headache. I said I had a headache.
1: Uh-huh. Well, it's <laughs> up to you to
3: decide.
0: Well, I hope you have a plan, Mr. McDowen. I didn't
4: hire you to pussyfoot around. Well, this so, group Sophia, takes one Sophia, of our own. Shh,
1: I, I
0: have a plan, and now we are here at breakfast. We can discuss said plan. Are we in a position,
3: uh, Keeper, to talk without other people listening to us? You don't have any orderlies around. You would have some other patients, but uh, they don't really seem to be interested in what you want to say. They have their own uh, talks, and they have mm. their own ideas, their own plans um
0: step number one of this plan is we get ourselves some breakfast we get ourselves some coffee and we look like we're doing what everybody else is doing so as soon as everybody's kind of got up and got food and whatever or coffee whatever and then comes back to the table then uh yeah well we can kind of talk over that so it actually looks like we're following the routine and doing breakfast and then we sit down now Kyle is our main priority, but we have a few priorities. We remember we are here for a job. Kyle has diligently placed himself in a key position for this investigation. Kyle, by this point, will have seen a number of things up on the fourth ward that we all are interested in. And now we have an excuse to get up there and investigate. But I am more than open to ideas, because if the four of us go storming up there, we're going to make a ruckus. People are going to come find us and follow. So there is an opportunity to uh, make a
5: distraction.
0: Perhaps it's
5: uh, not wise for all four of us to go at the same time. Indeed. We need some people, like Sophia, to stay here in case of an emergency and... Maybe you, Connor, and Sophia can stay here, and I can go with Chris, uh, we are the most,
0: uh... What? You're the most what, Arthur? I, b- I beg, great uh, tell, Arthur, you're the most what?
5: Expendable. You are the leaders of this organization, of course, and uh, for the organization to continue, you two must be the last ones we put at risk. I'm sure you understand how organizations work.
0: Indeed, Arthur, indeed. I'm going to argue, I look at Sophia specifically for this one, I would argue that uh, nobody within our PR firm is expendable.
5: Only in relatively to you and Sophia.
0: Hmm. Well, Arthur, I appreciate your uh, vigilance and diligence. Uh, I think you've impressed all of us here at the table. Can I see that Arthur is like desperately impressing, trying to impress Sophia on a regular basis? Or is that something that Arthur's trying to do like really secretly? Sophia's picked up on it as well.
5: There's I mean, you know, strange, if uh... you
3: think that you are picking up on it, if you think then you're you picking up on it,
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, you know, it is your own interpretation of it. Uh, She's very concerned to so. And yeah, of course. Safety. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Um.
0: Well, Arthur, if you're uh, feeling so brave there are a number of options for us to discuss. As I said, I think perhaps a distraction might be in order. If we have individuals within our small party here to check on our dear, dear friend, Kyle, then we can't just all go marching up there. You are right, Arthur. We need to uh, create said distraction, wherever that might be. Might I interject? We got to look at this at a
4: two-pronged approach. We got to rescue Kyle and we got to get out of here. I propose the rest of us try and find a way out, as well as cause a distraction.
5: That's a smart idea.
0: Chris, you, you seem to be able to contribute something to this.
2: I think I can get out onto the roof. I don't know where I can go from there, but it's the start.
4: Well, that doesn't sound like much of an escape plan.
2: I also think that... <clears throat> y'all remember, there was a tunnel, and I'm thinking that... Um, Someone yesterday mentioned that they incinerate the bodies. Uh, the most obvious thing there would be when you do that, you don't want the bodies to go through the front door. So that's probably what that back door is for. So I'm thinking the other option, the egress, as they say, is probably through there. So I need to find, out, find where the where they take the bodies.
0: And you intend to find that out by following this here uh, tunnel, this...
2: uh Well, it's probably... I mean, one way would be one of you all ask him. I'm not good with words. Or I could maybe stand around Ward 4 and wait till the body gets taken somewhere. That's the other option.
0: I think... With the nature of kyle's dilemma we need to add before we uh allow time to pass someone
3: to die well as uh connor is that you hear some sort of commotion um you, you hear um yeah glass something breaking glass glass being broken on a scream it sounds like a long scream then a thud the crowd in the breakfast room is rushing towards the windows, looking uh, inside the, um, the inside court. There is a body inside the court. Someone just jumped from a window. You can uh, roll a spot hidden here, mm. but with a bonus die. I mean, you know, it is plain day. It should be pretty obvious and pretty. Uh, to anyone with keen eyes like yourselves, uh, I'm fairly certain that everything should be pretty obvious.
4: What oh. zero zero zero? Is that hundred or is that one? That That's a hundred. 100.
3: <laughs> With advantage, I'm okay. <laughs>
2: uh, I rolled a ten, which Ooh. is a hard success.
3: Yeah, Chris, it is someone you know. You do recognize, even if it is a naked body, that this is Horace here. Uh, and because you have a keen eye, and because uh, you are looking around, you're looking upstairs. You can count the floors and you can see that the broken window is from the fourth ward. Inside this space, you can see the silhouette of a man. You had uh, 10? Is that
2: it? 10. Out of? 25. Hard success.
3: It is Dr. White looking down at Horace's corpse is nodding, is disapproving of the suicide of course, in a really cold but composed attitude. For the rest of you, uh, if you just had uh, just regular successes, uh, you can recognize uh, the body of Horace uh, inside the court. A lot of orderlies and patients are gathering and forming some sort of, uh, yeah, crowd, circle, around the corpse. People uh, are screaming, people are asking questions. Uh, it is unusual to see such a spectacular suicide.
0: I had a hard success, but I've seen Dr. White as well. I had 21, sorry, yeah. out if of If you uh, had a hard success,
3: you would have looked around, you would have seen Dr. White nodding uh, from the broken window. <clears throat> I do. T- I'll turn to
0: the others at this point and just go, distraction? Shall we? Uh, i uh, follow the body. You follow the body? Arthur, I believe that leaves you a man down for room award four. Let's
5: so- do it. Uh, but yes, yes, let's do it. Sophia,
0: um, I would not patronize to you. I believe you should be by our side. Sophia is shaking her
4: head, looking out the window, saying, what extraordinary timing. Uh, y- yes, uh,
3: let's, let's, um, let's do this. Before we go on with uh, different things, uh, you just saw someone commit suicide side on uh, a pretty much splashed up uh, corpse on the ground. Please roll sand. Does my alcohol abuse give me any kind of buffer?
0: Am I am I desensitized?
3: Uh, I would say that from the alcohol, uh, you can... Uh, yeah, you can probably... Let's roll and let's see what's
5: up. <laughs> Art has failed.
4: There are some rules in the Pulp book
0: about alcohol and insanity.
4: Zero,
2: zero <laughs> is... <laughs> its a critical failure <laughs> i am oh,
0: not sure its guys 00 then its 00 is a critical I'm not sure it is, guys.
2: Zero, thinking... zero, then what? Zero, zero uh, is a zero, critical zero, failure. One. I
3: think oh, zero, zero, one, one oh. is it? a critical oh. success. No, it's
5: a critical success. You, yeah. Connor
3: is unfazed. Yeah. Connor has seen worse. Yeah. Uh, it is, after all, just a body. It's a body of someone you don't really know, on, you don't really care. It is a bit harsh, but well, you're a tough guy. You don't give a shit. Arthur, on the other hand, hasn't seen those kind of things before. And it is kind of a shock. Please roll 1d6 and you can divide by two, uh, that amount.
5: Okay, let's
3: see. Uh, Chris, are you feeling all right?
2: Uh, Yeah, Chris feels great. 20 at 38.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds good. I mean, you've seen worse as well. I mean, the criminal world wasn't kind. Was it? Sofia?
4: Uh, fine. 26 out of 60. I guess, um, you know, I've documented and written about
3: this kind of stuff. Oh, I mean, you have written way worse. But this is a nice idea. <laughs> so, Arthur?
5: Uh, I rolled 6. But oh, that be... divided <laughs> by 2 is 3. Yeah. So yeah, 3 sanity loss is okay.
3: Right now it is. <laughs> right now it is. But, Arthur, it is. He's shaken, of course. This is something you will remember. This, you know, this body, almost like a broken doll. Some orderlies are picking him up right now, and uh, they are bringing him towards a door on the opposite side of the building. Priest, are you following that body? Yes. Well then, you're going down with them. I'm gonna ask for a stealth roll for that.
2: So that's a 99, (laughs) but I have a Mm -hmm. a stealth of 65, so it's not a fumble. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I feel like the appropriate thing to do here is to argue to push the roll.
3: Yeah, how would you do
2: that? So what's happened is, Chris has fallen behind and he has to get through this door Mm -hmm. where they've gone through, and so he doesn't really have time to stop and check out or anything, so he just has to push through the door. And hope for the best
3: great therefore if you fail again they will be just right in front of you and um if you succeed then they are ahead and they won't hear you and they won't uh, see you open the door would that work for you
2: 29 Well, That's a hard success
3: i guess it does work you open the door And uh, you can see them right ahead, but they don't hear you and they don't see you open that door, and you go on silently. You are going down one level, you can hear a lot of pumping and plumbing going on. There's like some steam releases from time to time, as if you were uh, in some sort of train in many ways, as if there is uh, some sort of, you know, steam engine working. It is so summer we are in june so you know it is not the heating system or anything like that it is something else you wouldn't be able to tell i mean unless you have some plumbing ability engineering or anything but with your background i would be surprised
2: no he's uh isn't he fixed things he breaks mm-hmm. things.
3: well then you're just following them following them for a while however don't go the way you would expect them to go as you're following them, you uh, you cross a room, which would be an incineration room. It looks unused. The two orderlies didn't bring the body to the room. They went further down. Do you want to stop uh, inside the incineration room and look up for yourself, or do you still want to follow the body?
2: Chris is in his mind trying to map the external door to where he is now Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and if it's a case of he thinks that they're going a different way from the door and there's another way to the door he's going to prioritize finding the exit but if they're going down a corridor that looks like it might be the right corridor he is going to try and follow them
3: Yeah, I'm not going to ask you uh, for a navigation role, because, I mean, you know, you have mapped out a few things. You looked at uh, the full floor plan. You feel like you have a good grasp of the building itself. From where you are, the tunnel that you saw before, it shouldn't be too far away. But the orderlies don't seem to go that way. So would you prefer to try to find that tunnel on the exit? Or would you prefer to follow the orderlies?
2: Feels like he knows where the tunnel is compared to here. Yeah, you're fairly certain. Okay, he's going to follow the orderlies.
3: Okay, that sounds good.
2: It's always nice when you make Keeper smile as much as Charles smiled there. That's always a good <laughs> sign.
3: No, 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 I mean, you know, you're, you're taking the right decisions. You're being responsible, and for that, Chris, I do admire you. Uh, I'm going to go back to Kyle. Kyle, you've heard uh, the Shattered Glass, you've heard Horace uh, scream, you've heard Dr. White. Speaking to himself, what a shame. What a shame. He wasn't ready and he didn't want to be part of it. Well, I guess someone else is waiting for me. Kyle? You do understand that you're next. Dr. White opens the door and he's looking at you. Because of the adrenaline... I can, um, if you want to, if you don't want to, that's perfectly fine. But if you want to at any point, let me know that you're trying to untie yourself in some ways. I mean, you know, I would ask for a hard uh, strength check uh, to try to break as restraints.
1: Okay, that's fine.
3: Be aware of that. You can do that anytime. Dr. White is coming uh, near you. He's touching your face. Oh, oh, tears. Kyle, I'm so sorry, Kyle. I thought you would have more time, but my patient just just escaped. A shame, clearly, just a shame. I'm glad that you're here by your own free will. I'm glad that you want to volunteer, that you want to help out, to fight
1: the disease. I came here to save a soul. One's probably worthy of mine. He promised me he would never drink again.
3: Never drink again, you
1: say? He would come to church and be faithful to that. I feel it is worth it.
3: Are you talking about another patient here? Indeed. Ah, oh, that is interesting, my dear Kyle. What is his or her name?
1: His name is Connor Macdufflin.
3: Connor McDufflin. Mm. The orderlies told me about this man. He has caused some ruckus already.
1: That's unsurprising, I'm afraid, Doctor. He's a troubled soul. But he will be turning a corner quite soon, I believe.
3: Well, you might see him soon enough. Soon enough. He's taking your bed, and uh, he will push you through the door to the main part of the fourth world. On what you can see is shocking. You have maybe 50 patients in here, and you understand now the lack of noises. They're all bound to their bed. Their chest cavity is open. Some kind of pumps are working in and out, in and out, leaving them voiceless, breathless. Those machines are working for them pumping in and out the air out of those patients their voice can't be heard they try to scream and you can see the pain and the terror in their eyes but only silence can be heard Dr. White is unfazed Dr. White knows it all it is what he's looking for here patience patience for his experiments you understand, uh, Kyle, that you are
1: next? I understand that this is your will, but your will is not godly. It seems like you've been cruel to these people. Uh, What is the purpose of this? Uh, Mr. Cormac,
3: he takes a syringe. I'm sorry to announce, That you wouldn't understand. Thank you for your sacrifice.
1: I'm gonna try and break out at this point.
3: (laughs) Okay, great. Uh, You are trying to fight the restraints. Uh, Give me a
1: strength check. Right, 85. So let's see how this goes. I would need a hard success. Uh, That is uh, four, four. No, forty. Sorry, forty. Still, still a hard success. Forty-two.
3: Well, hard success, so it would work. Yeah. Uh, it, is, uh, it is a hard success. You do manage to fight the restraints and to find some, <clears throat> some way to get out. The syringe still goes inside your arm. You feel <laughs> weak, but you are free to take an action. What do you want to do?
1: I want to grab him by the neck and squeeze very hard.
3: That's perfectly fine to me you squeeze. Uh, but before we go to that part, uh, because of that weird thing <laughs> that uh, you see, I'm going to ask for a sanity check first. Yes, perfectly reasonable. It, uh, is, it is something absolutely awful, so horrible, you couldn't fathom it.
1: I've only got 40 for sanity, so this will be interesting. Um, that is a 94, so that's a fail. You have Doctor White's neck inside
3: your hands, and you were about to squeeze, but then you realize this, this is madness. I'm not gonna attack the head of this sanatorium. Say, all sick you are, all sick. For me, the uh, D eight, please. Ooh, okay. Uh, that'll be a six.
1: Intelligence rules.
3: Kyle. You do realize now that you were mistaken. Dr. White, he's trying to care for all of you. He's trying to do things right. Are you still going to try to murder him?
1: I'll roll intelligence first for the sanity check to see. Yeah, that's yep. perfectly fine. Okay, so that's a, a 92. So that is a fail against intelligence 50. So uh, stay reasonably soon. And where he is a doctor, I feel there are better doctors in here. So I'm probably going to try to, yeah, at least get out. I'll probably try and take him down, maybe not kill him, like I was planning to. But okay, perfectly fine with me. Uh, you
3: also know that you know something is inside your arm right now. Mm. You are feeling uh, weaker and weaker by the seconds. Your goal here is just to try uh, to make him, yeah, weak enough for him to faint. Yeah, something like that
1: yeah i'll tell tell you what i'll take the i'll try and take the surrender of my arm i'm gonna jam it in his neck <laughs> that works with me okay uh we
3: have sophia and arthur uh on connor uh being all together what do you all want to do um, uh i mean chris left on he's you know doing his own thing following the body on uh, i'm fairly certain he's fine what about you guys
0: Oh, I hate to say it, but didn't didn't we say we were going to use the distractions to go to Ward Four?
5: I never no. agreed that Sophia's coming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and well, and now I'm so shaken
5: from the suicide, so I'm just so, there staring.
0: Arthur, Arthur, you're clearly shaken from from the events that have happened. You now, you listen to me, Arthur.
5: We might and... be next. We are Connor, not, Connor, You mega. have to realize that.
0: Have some faith, man.
5: Honestly.
0: For what? If Kyle were here, he'd say have faith in a higher power. And if not, then have faith in the almighty dollar that you seem so concerned about as an accountant that, that, that Strand is paying us for. Sophia, speak some sense into this boy. Boys, you, you both need to just... You need to stop this fighting and fussing.
4: We, we've got to rescue, Mr. Cormick. Uh, I can't imagine what he's going through on that ward.
0: I just can't imagine. No, you're absolutely right, Sophia. The, the, the events have occurred. People are busy. Uh, we can slip out of here. Sophia. Lead the way, what for? Let's go. Don't we need some sort of plan first? I mean- We have a plan, we're gonna save Carl. Save
5: That's a good idea. You you come up with a plan, I'm gonna go make a quick phone call. Make a, what the, Arthur, what are you do? Yes. <laughs> Who you calling, Mr. Burton? Uh, it's about my will.
0: You're calling about a will, now? About your
5: will? Oh, no, it's as good a time as any. If what happened to Horace is going to happen to us, excuse me, I'm, I'm, I'll hey. be but a moment. Arthur,
0: I think we should all stay together. Perhaps we should come with you while you make your call.
5: I'm not going to be like him over there and not have settled my affairs. Um.
3: Arthur, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna ask, uh, ask you for a fast talk uh, role here, uh, to see if you are convincing, <laughs> talking about your will. <laughs> So I, have I, love, I love that i'm gonna go talk about my will <laughs> <laughs> it's so good <laughs> it's so good
5: <laughs> oh yeah 31 out of 40. you believe me Arthur is the, mean, tech, the kind of guy that would do that
3: <laughs> this is really arthur it is weird i mean you know but you've known him for quite <laughs> a while now and he's a guy uh, in the face of death he would actually do that uh <laughs> it is putting things into order it is taking care of business on you don't really have time to think about it. It sounds normal, and Arthur is already gone. D- d- just, uh, just as Arthur's going, just say, Arthur, will be in Ward 4. Meet me- us me- me- in Ward 4.
5: Uh, I'll catch up with you.
3: So, um, Sophia, Connor, are you heading to the for 4 right now? I grab Sophia's arm. Well, Sophia, perhaps uh,
0: heading directly to Ward 4 might be a mistake. Perhaps we... Stand near the entrance of Ward 4, and when Arthur diligently rides in there to save Kyle as he does, is, is his intention. He is a hero, after all. You and I can uh, uh, see Arthur go in, and then, and then we can go in to support him. Going in blind, uh, d- d- we'd be better saving Arthur than Arthur would saving us. You, you understand, Sophia, this is police business. You you, you understand with my history with the police. Well, well you- Mr. MacDullen,
4: I never pegged you for a coward. Now... I say we go in, and we get Mr. Mr. Cormac, and I don't think we need Mr. Burton if he's so worried about his own affairs.
0: Now, Sophia, you calm down right now, and and, and there's silly talk about being a coward. I, had I would say, how dare you, but I wouldn't speak that way to a woman, but how dare you? Um, I would like to do
4: a psychoanalysis <laughs> on Connor by way of a hard slap to the face.
3: That sounds good to me. <laughs> um, you can have a bonus die roll on a uh, roll for brawl, please. Okay. Uh all right. Sorry, sorry about this.
0: Yeah, I had it coming.
4: Uh it's a 61 out of oh. 25. Did you use the uh, bonus die? Uh, I did, and that was a oh, 91, great. so uh yeah, I I somehow completely missed Face even though he's got hold of my arm.
0: I'll grab your arm. I'll
4: grab
3: her arm. Yeah, I mean, you know, me. you're trying right. to slap him, but it's a reflex, you know. It's, he's he's used your to that. I'm uh, um, just holding your arm? How dare you,
4: sir?
3: What is going on
0: here? Oh, I'm trying to calm this woman down. She seems to be uh, flaring up. She just tried to hit me in the face. Now, uh, Sophia, I, I, I forgive you for whatever it is that you were screaming about. Uh, d- d- we're all finding Miss, hard. Are you
3: feeling all right?
0: Uh, I'm so sorry. It's just I'm so agitated because
4: uh, my spittoon is full, and and, and it, uh, I need. Already, your spittoon is full. I got so much spit to give. I just I, I'm stressing out. I mean, uh, uh, can someone help me with this? Yeah, well yeah,
3: miss, miss, miss. We will help you out. We will <laughs> empty your spittoon. Uh, don't don't worry about it. Uh, Please stay calm, miss. We, you don't need to hit anyone. We know you've, you've been under rough, rough circumstances right now. We've, you know, the suicide, uh, with everybody being, you know, so excited. Uh, but <laughs> let's all calm down. Miss, follow me here. Follow me this way. This way, miss. Oh, th- thank you. Thank you, sir. And as, Actually, I, as I
4: walk away, I turn around and give Connor a little wink and a sort of like,
3: um the orderly is taking you to some sort of you know um plumbing installation um with some sort of sink uh he asks you to empty the spittoon inside the sink i i I do so there isn't much in your spittoon right now um but as you are looking at the sink you can see that you know it is uh going towards the whole plumbing thing that you can see pretty much everywhere as if all um You know, everything that goes into that sink will go inside the plumbing and will go somewhere. Uh, But yeah, so you do imagine now that every night, every speedrun must be emptied into some sort of sink and so all the phlegm is being taken somewhere. This is what you would, you know, just understand from what you can see right now. Uh, We are going back to Chris. Chris. You've seen one door uh, being closed just in front of you, and you know that inside that room, you must have Horace's body on the two orderlies. Do you want to go there? Do you want to listen next to the door? Uh, what is your plan here?
2: I'm going to go to try and listen in by standing at the door and listening to what's happening next door.
3: Yeah, uh, I'm just going to ask for listen roll then, so we can uh... understand what you can gather.
2: That's a 79 over 50.
3: You hear some um, some people talking. You wouldn't be able to uh, hear what they're saying, but at least you hear people talking. You hear things being moved around. Then some sort of noise. Um, you wouldn't be able to uh, identify which kind of noise. But they must be dropping the body, I guess. So maybe inside a bag, maybe inside... Uh, some metallic thing maybe somewhere else you wouldn't be able to identify that noise
2: the uh, door in front of me yeah is it is there any glass in it could i look nope. through no Nope, no nope, nope. it's a metallic door is there a keyhole
3: it is yes there is can i look through the keyhole you can you can you wouldn't be able to see much it seems like it is not a dark room but it is not really well lit uh, in many ways uh, but as you are looking through that keyhole, you can see that the orderlies are going your way.
2: I attempt to...
3: They're about to open that door in a few
2: seconds. I att- uh, am I still on in the incinerator room?
3: You went past the incinerator room, uh, you followed inside another corridor, and then at the end of that corridor, you would have uh, the door on... You're looking through that door right now.
2: Cool. Uh... I'm going to try and back up and find somewhere to hide.
3: Yeah. Do you want to hide into the incinerator room or do you want to hide somewhere else?
2: Uh, well, if there is a place before the incinerator room that's quicker to duck into like a doorway, I'll do that. Otherwise, yep. I'm going back into the incinerator room.
3: You were trying to hide. Uh, you just found some sort of cavity uh, inside the doorway. Uh, the corridor itself is pretty dark and you're trying to not make a sound. You hear the other coming closer. Closer and closer to you. They're right next to you now. Only it is time for a stealth roll.
2: That's a 55 under 65. Mm-hmm. I'm all good.
3: And they don't see you. The sound is decreasing. They're coming back up. You're on your own. Inside that dark corridor, Chris. Do you want to go back up? Do you want no, to look of course at something else? want to go back
2: up you never know you could be reasonable chris chris creeps slowly towards the door where horace's body lies
3: do you want to open that door yes it is unlocked you open that door and we will go back to arthur arthur you are on the phone right now i do believe yes i'm gonna assume that you're calling the same person as yesterday yes yes hello
5: um just uh, checking in. Has there been any progress? Things are quite quite dire here.
3: Well, I mean, I do believe that things are quite dire. That's what you told me yesterday. That's why I called a few people. The police should arrive pretty soon.
5: How soon? Can you can you check in? I I, I called you yesterday. Surely it would have been a matter of. Arthur, hours. Arthur Arthur,
3: what what is happening? Why do you call me again? Did something happen to Sophia?
5: It is about to. Yes, it is a matter of hours. I told you yesterday.
3: What? something's about to happen. My daughter, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you to keep an eye on her. And that's what you're telling me that something's about to keep her safe, keep her safe. They'll arrive soon.
0: Thank you for joining us for act four of The Yellow Death by Batu Buzoglu. And we hope you will join us for the final act next time. Thanks also to our sponsors of this production, The Storytelling Collective, about which you can find out more on our website, MiskatonicPlayhouse.com, and find us on social media platforms with
5: links found in the show notes. Until the curtain rises again.